0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Vile Files. I'm your host, Nick. Join my my producer, Rochelle. How you doing, Rochelle?
1: Good. That was so crazy what you saw last night.
0: Uh, yeah. What's it called? The bio something? It was basically those glow in the dark plankton. Basically, um, it's funny because I, I live in Venice, and uh, you, were, I was hearing reports about how it's like up the coast of LA and uh, people were going to Manhattan Beach or Huntington Beach or whatever. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'll take the drive down there. And then I just like <laughs> walked outside and there it was. I was like, sometimes I forget was Was it the ocean. really late uh, or it was just? No, like 930 at night. It's so cool. Uh, long, uh, and it's really cool. Like the water just glows. It, uh, wow, it's pretty neat. Boy. And it was pretty consistent. And I got a, a couple of neat pics. That's
1: very romantic.
0: Um, uh, yeah, I uh, did not. Uh, it was just, uh, I had, I actually went with a couple friends, two guys, uh, you know, two, two, well, it's a couple. They're a couple. Uh, <laughs> and I was just by myself, you know? Yeah. So, um, but, uh, no, it was still very cool to see. Yeah. And, um.
1: Have you watched, um, Normal People?
0: I have not, but I heard a lot about oh it. I God, check it I'm
1: obsessed.
0: Uh, what, uh. It's on Hulu. What's.
1: But basically it's like, it's like a problem because I have a habit of just getting into that romantic mindset where I'm like, Oh, that for my first love, like I'll never like, he's the one, you know what I mean? Sure. And this just kind of cements that idea where you start thinking and then you're in quarantine. So you start thinking about them and you're like, "Ah."
0: totally. I mean, I, I, it sounds like, uh, it's very relatable to some of our callers today, uh, in terms of, our ability to obsess over people from our lives, uh, people that we have fond memories over, people that we, there's reasons why we miss them and there's reasons why we loved them. There's reasons why they're hard to get over. But our ability to get over someone, I firmly believe is 100% in uh, our our court, so to speak. And we either choose to get over them or we choose to still think about them. And I, I say this as someone who's, really good at not letting things go. Yeah, that's why I wanted Um, to
1: talk to you about it because you are a super romantic person, but you've kind of like learned to move on from that.
0: Well, it's because I spent a lot of time not. And um, again, it's easier when you're not in a relationship or you finally move over to look back and think about what caused you to not get over something. And it was just, uh, you know, having an obsessive personality. and, And again, we just, we were the, the, the biggest liar we'll ever meet usually is ourselves you know, 're really, really good at <laughs> lying to ourselves, like no one will lie to us more than ourselves yeah. throughout our lives like we 're so good at lying to ourselves we're so and again it always comes with the idea of protecting ourselves and, and protecting our egos and you know, it was I was just like, oh well, like that that that's how, that's why they did that. You know, it's because of this, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. sometimes we just would rather not know, so we we create other stories and narratives in our heads. And when it comes to a breakup, uh, we're then we're really good at trying to explain why they had this or why they did this or why they you know oh and then we have these friends who are like well they definitely are thinking about you but like they're just you know scared to like jump back into a relationship and it's like i don't think they're thinking about you at all they're probably fucking someone else oh God. Not, I, and i guess who knows right yeah. uh, the point is you don't really know what they're doing but we have a way of trying to soften the blow to and, and sometimes softening the blow in the short run, it makes it really hard to get over people. And we create these narratives. And then, you know, when things line up where we're both just bored enough, we'll, we'll jump back uh, and start hanging out with each other. Because again, there's a reason why we, we love these people, yeah. you know, because there is a connection, there is a chemistry. Yeah. Sometimes it's very easy to find the chemistry. And some, that never goes away. But either do the problems that eventually come up. Usually, they don't, they don't go away either. And that's why you get in this kind of vicious cycle. Um, I think we just have to remind ourselves that we have a way more power in getting over people than we'd like to admit. We're so, we like to talk about like the romance of it all. It's like, I can't help it. I can't, I'm just in love. I can't help who I feel. Yeah, you can. Actually, you, have, you can very much help it. Um, you just have to be a little bit more honest with yourself about the possibility of it not being the one and, and not romanticizing about the things that we missed. So anyways, we we talk a lot about that today in this episode. I think you will really enjoy it. Um, So I hope you do. Uh, Make sure to check us out on Wednesday for a great episode with Laura Morano, a very talented uh, actor and and musician doing a lot of great things. And we have a fantastic conversation as well as check us out tonight or tomorrow for the Listen to Your Heart finale recap. And uh, yeah, anything else, Michelle? Nope. Uh, don't forget to send your questions at asknickacastmedia.com. Cast with the K. Certainly, we'd love and appreciate your five stars uh, review on iTunes. If you have the time, always like to get those up. Uh, bounce out our critics, you know. Anyways, I don't know. I'm just, I like, listen, I like begging for um, reviews. That's all. That's all I really want to say. Other than that, let's uh, get to the calls. What's your time with me? let's ask nick your sexy questions how's
2: it going good how are you
0: good
2: good i'm megan 34.
0: hi megan 34 how can i help
2: well i um, i have an ex that um i've known for a long time um since i was 22 Okay. and okay. i just can't seem to get away from him um so that's my major issue um I've been in a decent amount of relationships, um, throughout the years since I've known him. Um, I've actually even been married since then, um, been divorced now for three years. Um, and in that time, since I've been divorced, I've actually slowly went back to him a couple times. Um, and I just seem to just keep going back. Um, in the time that I've gone back to him a couple times, I just, um, it seems like guys just can't compare to him. And then I always tend to go back. So it's kind of the whole X thing. And, um, but there are certain circumstances that is the reason why I can't ultimately be with him. Um, so I'm just having a hard time getting away from him. I've done the whole blocking thing and social media and all that. Um, and I still have issues um, getting away. So I guess okay. that's, that's my issue.
0: Um, you met him when you were 22, and did you guys ever date?
2: Oh, yeah, we did it for three years.
0: Okay, and then why'd and you it, break up?
2: Um, so it's always the reason why, and it always still to this day, is the reason why is he's kind of, um, it's his career. He's kind of a nomad. He doesn't want to settle down. Um, he likes to travel for his career. I'm very sustained where what I do. So I'm a, I'm an 8 to 5, Monday through Friday kind of girl. I always have been. And he's kind of that, his schedule, his career is all over the place. And that's where we don't agree. And so we've always had issues with that.
0: Who broke up with who?
2: We ultimately kind of ended it mutually. And we always kind of have.
0: I don't totally believe that. But okay. who, Who? I mean, look, thinking back, like who <laughs> okay. initiated it? It might have been cordial. It might have been mutually respectful, but... It wasn't if you guys uh, woke up one morning, counted to three, and you both said, we should break up.
2: All right. You're right. It was me, ultimately, at the end, when, back when we were younger. And it was hard. It was hard. Okay. It took a while to get him away from me fully. He didn't want it. But I just told him, your life does not match mine. And I need to move on. And I did. And I found my then-husband, um, and he was com- polar opposite of him, of my ex. Okay. Um, And I wonder if that's kind of why that didn't work out, unfortunately. But, um, and then I eventually went back to my ex to just try it again and it, it didn't work again just because of our lifestyles. And it's unfortunate because I, again, I can't find somebody that measures up to him, so to speak. And it's so frustrating.
0: What do you mean by measures up?
2: Personality wise and just kind of gets me and, um, I don't know. It's just like nobody is like him and I can't find it. And I try and try. And some of these relationships will even last up to six months or a little bit longer and they ultimately fail. And now here I am at 34 and I just can't make a relationship work. And I'm like, am I just doomed to be with him ultimately, even though I just can't make it work logistically? So,
0: What do you mean by well, what do you mean by doomed to be with him?
2: I don't know. I mean, is it going to be him or no one?
0: Well, that's entirely up to you. Um, I definitely don't believe in the idea of I can't get over someone. I mean, ultimately, it's your choice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have allowed yourself uh, to um, allow the thought of him and and even literally him back in your life. Um, it, that's just that's just how it is, in a sense. Um, uh, no doubt, he has qualities. Uh, that you like, and then there's qualities that you don't, but it, it's always, he's kind of been the, your go-to in terms, you know, like you said, your comparison. So as soon as you date someone or even you break up, it's, it, you allow yourself to dwell and ruminate over um, this, this fellow, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, And then you obsessively kind of think about it and fantasize about uh, his, the relationship. Let me ask you this. How long ago did you break up? When you so, actually dated?
2: When it's been a long time ago. I was twenty-six. So. Twenty-six. Okay, so several yeah. years. Several years ago. Yeah.
0: And since then, like, it sounds like you've had some contact intermittently. Yeah. Back and forth, uh, but you've never actually dated since then.
2: No, we just kind of on again, off again, just hang
0: what out. It, so physically, you hang out.
2: Yeah, sometimes.
0: <laughs> and you've—I presume you've hooked up.
2: Yeah, we have. Yeah. I mean, a weekend here, a weekend there, we'll kind of touch base again, but it's almost like I feel like I'm just hanging out with him for just a, a couple of days because we're kind of in that bubble and we know it can't really work. So we're just catching up, hanging out, and then we When you say, like, go when, separate ways again.
0: When you say you know you can't really work, is that has he tried to date you since then and you're always saying no, or are you guys now on the same page of this won't work?
2: He talks about it like it might work, but I know it won't work.
0: Well, then why do you keep hanging out with him?
2: Because I like the idea of him, but and and it's only when I'm single again, obviously. It's not Sure.
0: So I guess what I, I'm I don't know. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is like listen, it's tough. I get that you are attracted to him, you like him. There's obviously a lot of things about him that you're drawn to, but you have decided for whatever reason, you've put up this wall and this barrier that mm-hmm. you can't be together with him. Uh, you know, a lot of people can relate to that. Uh, I've related to that where I might meet someone where I feel like they're great. I feel like they're too young for me, and it's not like it's not feasible type of thing. Um, but everything else, you really like, right? Right. I'm not here to tell you whether you're right or wrong about your determination whether you're not compatible with him. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to say like you just have to make a choice and you have to stick to it, right? Because well, what you're doing is you're being weak and i'm not saying that no. with judgment we can no, all I mean, be we all can be weak i've been weak before uh you live in the moment and so you just have to decide what you really want and if you truly want to just be over this guy you have to really let him go you know and blocking him temporarily doesn't do anything you truly have to block him you can't drop block him and 6 months later be like well you know i you know it's fine now i'll unblock him you know <laughs> because i'm bored and then eventually like uh, he'll pop back in your life. You guys have developed this routine of kind of this intermittent relationship. And so it doesn't matter if you don't talk for six to 12 months or 18 months, you guys have the capability of reconnecting constantly. And as long as he continues to live this, as you say, nomad life, uh, most likely he won't, you know, chances are he there's a good chance he won't settle down for a while. Someday he probably will, I don't know. Um, but until then, um, you have this kind of, side piece if you will right yeah, yeah. um yeah, no, it's like- and so and he's fine with it you know whether he says he is or isn't he allows you to to hang out um i mean well just 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 for fun why you look so you the biggest reason you can't be with him is because what he likes to travel and he's inconsistent and you like structure
2: mm-hmm yeah, and if I want to be in a relationship, that's what I need. I need structure. I just I know that about myself at this age. I mean, I've come far enough. I know that's what I need.
0: Are you sure? I mean, because it seems like maybe you know what you think you need and what you say you want are sometimes not lining up.
2: Yeah, <coughs> he's like fun though. It's just like a, oh, it's on. It's the weekend. I can just go hang out for fun. A couple of days. But back to reality. Monday came.
0: Well, I don't. I mean it sounds like you've decided this is what you need more than maybe this is what you need i don't i don't know a lot of people do that they have an idea of they like they like a, a picturesque type of relationship they've decided that they want the um the structure the 9 to 5 they they envision meeting a man or a woman they can go to church with or they can you know have kids and you know what i'm saying like they yeah they paint this picture and then they meet someone who you know Quite honestly, makes it challenging to fit that picture, and but everything else is could be very compatible and very great. Lumen Skin, new friend of show. I have been using Lumen. They uh, it's uh uh these fan, It's a fantastic uh, skin management for men. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Um, what I like about them obviously I deliver it right to my door, and they, they do simplify it. Right, I've I've certainly used um, other moisturizers in the past. Um, and those have been nice. What I like about, them, I'm a simplistic guy, right? I, I, just, I like simplicity of it and that they seem to have a lot of the things I need. And I don't sometimes need all the frills and th- the thrills of some other things. So, uh, they keep it real simple, right? Uh, I got my charcoal cleanser to clean. I have my moisturizer. I have my exfoliating rub and those three things seem to do the trick for me. And I've, I've been using it. I really enjoy it. Smells good. Don't you love the and packaging too? Can packaging super masculine, yeah. you know?
1: Simple. It looks Not like that. natural habits packaging to me. Similar.
0: It, ha- it has a, a, a similar vibe, yeah. but it is a specific for men uh men's skin care and made with you know target skin issues to maximize the efficiency using top-notch top-notch ingredients like charcoal, green tea extract and vitamin C so
1: uh, all the women listening if you're tired of your man stealing your super expensive skin products and they don't understand yeah. that it's not they're not supposed to use a ton of it this is the perfect thing to buy for them, so they have their own set, their own really easy to understand S- regimen
0: smells, yeah, smells great. Yeah. Father's Day is you know, not too far away. so great time to stock up on that. If you have a boyfriend in your life, uh, I, I will say this. I'm a bit as as you get older, you appreciate the gifts that you wouldn't buy for yourself. and men have a hard time thinking about buying skincare stuff totally. for themselves. So, they will actually appreciate a gift where they think, you know what, I should, I probably thought about this. I never did it. I didn't know what to do. And I think getting this from a girlfriend is something that I know I would appreciate. And I bet your man will too. You deserve to look and feel your best. So does your boyfriend. You got to look at their faces all uh, every day. So, if it's for you or for fr- someone else, here's where you go to start go to lumenskin.com slash viall to get a one month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home that's lumenskin.com slash viall to get your first month free lumenskin.com slash viall There, gun. oh he revved it up there, there you go um Listen, uh, I love massages, and before quarantine happened, I would uh, I would go get them a lot, and uh, so Theragun has uh, filled that void in my life. In addition, uh, I gotta say it's uh, for me it's a great stress reliever. I, I grind my teeth, and when I do that in my sleep, sometimes I get a really stiff a, a stiff neck, and so I use the Theragun. Uh, every night before i go to bed I, I loosen up my neck and and i i find that it helps me um whether i don't know if it actually helps me stop grinding my teeth or not but it uh, certainly relieves the tension that comes from that um and you know rubbing out kind of joints and muscles i don't stretch nearly as much as i should uh and this really helps warm me up before i work out it helps uh you know get out any kind of muscles muscle aches and kinks um it uh I, I love it it's and it's so easy to use it's it's like it's i can use it on myself can we I mean, usually can
1: you show us how you use it on maybe, your neck you
0: just, you just go like this like this and then like the other i can do it with the other hand it's so it's it's fantastic so and
1: i can use it if you go up over your head you can use it on your back all by yourself
0: no you really can it's actually remarkably easy how like you can kind of cover every part of your your body, um, and it feels so good. I sit on my couch, I do it, and you don't have to do it for uh, super long periods of time. I just like using it for thirty seconds sometimes and loosen loosen up uh, some muscles. So I don't know. Uh, you'll get addicted to it in, in the best possible way. Theragun, risk free for thirty days. There is no substitute for a Theragun Gen Four with an OLD screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need, starting at only one hundred ninety nine dollars. Now, I'll tell you what, that is a steal because I've spent so much more on massages and uh, these are, the Theragun's just as efficient. Go to theragun.com slash V-I-A-L-L right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Theragun.com slash V-I-A-L-L. You just have to decide what you want in a relationship, how you prioritize your relationship because it sounds to me, you have one priority of the type of relationship you want, right? Which okay. sounds like you've, literally have been married and now divorced. So it sounds like maybe your ex-husband probably, my guess is uh, made you feel very comfortable about the possibility of having the perfect picturesque type of relationship. Yeah. Uh, And yet the relationship between the two of you uh, didn't live up to kind of your expectations of what you needed to feel fulfilled as a person in a relationship.
2: Exactly, yeah.
0: So... You have to decide which is a bigger priority. And again, I'm not here. Like, I'm not here to decide what's that for you. What which right for you? Because it is possible. Maybe you are right. Maybe, maybe he just doesn't. He's just not compatible. Maybe him in small doses is just enough for you to not forget about him. Uh, for him to always be there and to romanticize the type of relationship you can have with him. <laughs> and if that's the case, you really need to cut him off. You need to like. You you need to be harder on yourself. You need to truly let them go, and then you need to stop thinking about them. You like well, this one's ability to get over a relationship is the choice. You're like you have to want to get over. People say they want to get over people all the time, but they don't, right? Yeah. Um, so you have to stop talking about them to your friends, and you have to police yourself. You have when you have the desire to look up his picture or to stalk him on Instagram or to talk about him with friends, you have to stop doing that. Yeah. And over time you will get over it. And then when you feel moments of weakness, you have to, it's like anything else, like quitting smoking. You have to replace it with something and, and you have to sometimes uh, be tough on yourself, but you can do it. You know, again, like quitting smoking, like it's hard, but people can do it. It's, it's possible. You have to really, want to do it and you have to really fight through it and you have to really get through those moments of those cravings and those urges to, to, to have that instant gratification on the flip side. Maybe he's maybe, maybe, maybe what you say have been telling yourself that you want in a relationship your entire life isn't exactly what you want.
2: Yeah. I think you might be right on the second part. (laughs)
0: are you are you calling to ask for me for permission to, no no to, no you know.
2: I mean but when you when you talk it out like that and you sp- i mean because he is really hard to forget and he's been really hard to forget all this time and maybe I am being a little stubborn about my S-
0: describe what what, what I a want. relationship would be with him
2: I think it would be a little i don't know I think I would just have to try it again to see if it's something I could I would have to change my patterns in my routine just a little bit to see if I could do it
0: in relationships. Have you always been the dominant personality?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty, um,
0: you're the, you're the boss.
2: I think I am a little bit. I try to work on that, but I like,
0: well, you're proud. Yeah. You're going to have to try to not be, um, you like, you know, in relationships, I think you're used to setting the expectations, which yeah. is great. I mean, we have so many people call in who are women who tend to do the latter, but it's all about finding the balance, right? You have to be able to, if you find yourself dictating the terms of your relationship constantly, it's hard to ever live up to those expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have this kind of, this this particular guy, this is who he is. There's so much you like about him and you're trying to change who he is, but who he is, is the person you keep thinking about. Yeah. Um, you have to maybe let go of some of the control you've, you have in relationships and even on your own uh, expectations of yourself. You know, So if you were to start dating this guy, if you were to say, you know what, maybe this is the guy I, I should be with, mm-hmm. you're going to have to get through a very uncomfortable period, right. no doubt. Because once you start hanging out with him and he is who he is, this free spirit person, you're going to reach a point where it's like, ah, see, I know, I know I didn't want this, but you're going to have to ask yourself in that moment, do do I not really want that? Or is this different than what I've always told myself I wanted? Right. Does he make me happy? Mm -hmm. Do you know? And because eventually, yes, eventually you're going to get to the age or the point in your life where you're not going to be able to call the shots. And right now I think you're very used to being the one in control yeah. in any relationship you have in your dating life. And someday that's going to change. And that's when, you know, you really want to make sure you're not taking advantage of that.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So yeah, I, you know, I don't know what you should do, but I think you just need to change something about the way you're going about it. And uh, yeah, yeah. One way or the other, you need to follow through. Yeah. Because you, you've been uh, very, you've 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 kind of tried to tip. Uh, you tried to you're trying to have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, so definitely, definitely. So.
2: Okay. All right. All right. So I'll give it a try. Okay. All right. Thanks. a lot. All right.
0: Best Appreciate of luck. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah. Take care. <laughs> All
2: right. Thank you. No problem. Hey. Right.
0: How's it going?
3: Good. How are you?
0: I'm um, good. Thanks for asking. What's your name?
3: Leah, and I'm 25.
0: Hi at 25, how can I help?
3: Okay. It's kind of a long story. I'll make it short. So I lived in Hong Kong for two years and I started dating someone. We fell in love, I guess. And we were together for two years. We traveled everywhere together. We went to Bali. We went to the Philippines, everywhere. And um, we basically lived together for two years in Hong Kong. And then he's two years younger than me, this guy that I was with. So... Then he had to go finish undergraduate in Copenhagen in Denmark, and I just decided to move to move from Hong Kong because he was leaving and I was like, okay, I'm just going to. A lot of my friends had left. I got my master's there and I just decided to leave also. And so we were going to be long distance for the next year. So he was living in Copenhagen and I was moving to Madrid. I have a twin sister in Madrid and. And because my job let me work from there. So then I moved to Madrid, partially because of him and partially because all my friends left. And we were still together. We visited each other like twice a month, a lot. Maybe I visited him a little bit more, but anyways. And then I would visit him and we would see each other all the time. He flew to, I'm from Milwaukee, he would come to Milwaukee and meet my family. He flew to Madrid, I flew to Copenhagen. We went everywhere together. We traveled the world together. And then I was on a soccer team in Madrid and I told everyone, like, guys, you're going to meet my boyfriend of three years. We were really serious. I was so excited for everyone to meet him. And then that morning I texted him the morning he was supposed to arrive in Madrid after three years of being together. And I was like, hi, um, can you bring my sweater that I left at your place? And he said, yes, I'm on the way to the airport. I'll be there soon. And then usually he calls me before he takes off. He never called me and i started freaking out. I called him like 20 times and I was like, hello. Finally, he answered and he was like, "Okay, it's over. This is done. We're over. And I was like, "Okay." so he didn't even fly there. Then I had to go to all the parties and be like, oh, yeah, my great boyfriend. He just never showed up. So I guess what I'm asking now it's quarantine. We're all like home. I flew back to Milwaukee because I didn't want to be stuck in Madrid. Cause it's really bad there. Everything's bad there. So I just wanted to come back here and quarantine here. And I guess just asking for advice, like, how are you supposed to get over this? How,
0: when me. When did this happen?
3: I'm <laughs> being a really, a little bit dramatic. It happened end of December, like Christmas okay. time. And then I flew home like a couple months ago when everything went crazy.
0: When did you, how old were you both when you started dating?
3: When we started, I was twenty three and he twenty two, and he was 20. twenty.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> that sucks. I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm assuming you feel a lot of things. You're probably very confused. If you're anything like me, you're kind of obsessively, you know, playing the relas- relationship back in your head because it was so abrupt and you didn't have. Uh, a long drawn out breakup conversation. You didn't even do yeah. it in purpose. In, in, in person, you probably have a ton of questions, and and you're there to, you know, you basically are either having conversations with yourself or your friends and family to try to figure out what happened. And
3: exactly. <laughs>
0: and uh, you've probably are are you still thinking about it?
3: Yes, I yeah. definitely am. But I mean, I'm having fun too. Like before quarantine, I was going out trying to get over it and stuff, but I'm definitely still thinking about it a lot.
0: Yeah, it happens. It's tough, especially uh, something like that. Um, Hydrate Spark. Hey, you never know when you're sh- when you're uh, supposed to be drinking water and Hydrate Spark water bottle makes that possible because uh, it just lets you know when you're supposed to drink water and it lights up. It's very efficient. They have a very user-friendly app. Uh, And I can't tell you uh, how important it is to hydrate your body regardless, uh, but especially during these times of making sure you have a healthy immune system. It's great for your skin. It flushes out toxins in your body. It is the best and easiest thing you can do for yourself. I don't know why I struggle so much to do it, but I do. And the Hydrate Spark has really made it better for me. Uh, I do feel healthier. I have more energy by drinking more water. And it's really been a lifesaver for me.
1: I cannot wait to get back into Soul Cycle when all this is over and have my pink Hydrate Spark water bottle glow coral. I cannot wait.
0: <laughs> well, I am glad you're excited about that. I just love that I'm sitting on a couch and then Hydrate Spark will light up and then I know to drink a lot of water. What
1: color is yours?
0: Uh, it's black. It turns lime green. Uh, or uh, green I don't know if it's lime green I, I guess it looks a little bit lime to me I don't know but uh, I, I all I know is I had definitely become much more hydrated I'm drinking it, it, it's it, it's just amazing how much I forget when I don't if, if I, when I when I'm not using it and when I do, I do feel healthier. I feel energized. I also, what I notice, I feel much better in the morning when I wake up. I sleep better when I'm better hydrated. So, you, you can't put a par- price on hydration and water. And Hydrate Spark is making it uh, easier to do that. So, up your water intake and order a Hydrate Spark Smart Water Bottle today. Go to Hydratespark.com/viall for 20% off your first order hydrate is spelled with an i so that's h-i-d-r-a-t-e spark.com slash v-i-a-l-l again that's hydratespark.com slash v-i-a-l-l for 20% off your first order would you say he's kind of your first love so to speak
3: probably second okay but i'm his first for sure since he's younger yeah.
0: yeah yeah um where's he from
3: he's from germany
0: okay Yeah, uh, listen, how he handled it, not super mature. No. Not not an excuse that he's 22, but it certainly helps uh, maybe give an explanation why he handled it the way he did. You guys had a very unique relationship, right? You're traveling the world. um, So much of the relationship has this excitement element to it, right? Um, exactly. so much kind of built in uh, anticipation and looking forward to each other. Those are great things. Those will really make a relationship continue to be exciting. Certainly different than, you know, living in Milwaukee and having (laughs) your nine to five job and your boyfriend's from Milwaukee and you hang out every day and you go to the bars on water street. And then after like six months, you're like, Hey, we're still together. This is cool. Do you want to go to the same bars? And I'm not saying you can't have a very happy relationship like that, but things can get feel very stale very quickly sometimes. And sometimes, and that's when relationships really start is when you, when you're, you're nothing else is propelling the relationship other than your mutual compatibility and you're able to connect and talk and all these things. Um, and so much of your relationship was all based off this anticipation and traveling and seeing the world together and sharing these life experiences. So um, you, what you need to do in terms of try to get over it is just, and I always like accept it, you, you, you know, acceptance is a, how you get over someone right it's tough you need to just dis- like even without people have a a strong habit of convincing themselves they can't get over something when all they really have decided is that they don't really want to get over it you know i don't know it's it seemed you seem pretty level-headed like you 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 seem to have accepted that this is over you're just having a hard time processing it right yeah you hope- I- are you hoping he calls. You're hoping he gets back together. Do you still have hope in your heart?
3: I, I mean, I would have hope, but I just know it's over. I know he, he just wouldn't. He's so prideful. I know that he wouldn't. But
0: that's that's good. I
3: wish. I wish.
0: Okay. Well, you need to let that go, right? <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. What, and, and just out of curiosity, if he, let's say he called today, uh, no. and said, "Oh, you know what? My bad. I, uh, I freaked out. I don't. I, I'm sorry." what would you be your response?
3: I would be happy, but I don't know that I would accept it. I don't know that I would take him back, but I would definitely be happy. Like, ha, huh, yeah, I knew you made a mistake.
0: So there you go. Like your ego would be thrilled. Uh, it would validate the fact that, you know, all the, the embarrassment you felt going to this party, having to explain yourself and then judging yourself for it, you know, uh, all your, all these people you had to tell you, you probably felt like a loser or whatever. And all in reality, they just simply had sympathy. And all they, the only person yeah, yeah. they probably judged in that moment was him. Like, a well, fucking dick. Like, who would do that? Like, no one looked at you and go, "Oh man, what's wrong with her?" Like, what yeah. was the reason why he did that? You know, when people ghost, people aren't looking at the person who was ghosted and trying to immediately assume. Like, I don't know. Like, do they smell bad or do are they? Are they psychotic? No one's thinking that. People are just being like, wow, that's a really rude and inconsiderate thing to do, right? So your ego is really hurt, and your ego wants to be validated, and your ego feels embarrassed and shame and all these things, and that's playing a big role in you getting having a hard time getting over this. Um, I think you need to really just accept that what a cool relationship this was while you had it. Uh, you have a lot of great memories of seeing a lot of amazing places and probably a lot of great pictures that you're having a hard <laughs> time enjoying because this asshole is also in the picture. And if it's just you in the picture, you're going so far exactly. as being, well, he took the picture. You're just going kind to of have to accept it and appreciate for what it is. Uh, a really great experience. That most likely it wasn't going to end in you guys getting married, anyways. And even if it did, that might have been mm-hmm. even create bigger problems of like you know you having to travel to Germany for Thanksgiving. Well, they don't have Thanksgiving um, probably, but like <laughs> you know you had to trade off. And I you know again the kid's only it was twenty when he met him. Yeah. You uh you were his first love, and he just handled it in a very immature way. And my guess is it probably got too serious too fast. You did nothing wrong, and he probably was feeling this for a little bit, had a lot of anxiety about it and handled it in a very poor, immature way. But, you know, sitting there and going, well, we dated for three years and and it only took him 10 minutes to break up with me. Well, how long should it take? You know, (laughs) do you want to talk about this for a month?
3: I just wish he would have showed up and just not at least had a conversation in person. You would have not. Yeah. Why? No, I know. Oh, well, it's, Done, you guess.
0: imagine you would have could you imagine him showing up and you're like oh my god we're, we're like we're on the way to the party and he's like can you sit down for a second yeah we can't go to this party I hate you uh yeah. you know <laughs> or, or I don't want to be with you uh, I just came to tell you to break up with, you would have been pissed you'd be like why'd you even fucking come you couldn't have just called yeah, like
3: yeah.
0: you i you definitely would have thought that in the moment you mm-hmm. know uh, it would have certainly probably been the more noble thing to do and probably would have helped with closure but if at the end of the day, uh, there's no easy way to break up with someone. And we talked about this last week with, with Claudia on there, is that sometimes the, when, it was, when Claudia was on the Ask Nick, the abruptness hurts, but sometimes it's the best way uh, for the receding Definitely, person.
3: Definitely, because I guess then at least you're, you, you accept it. But I guess the only thing I'm really wondering is like during quarantine, how are you supposed, like you can't go out and have fun. You just have to sit in your thoughts
0: yeah you can sit in your thoughts. Uh, is this someone who is a professional ruminator and worrier and, and is always in my head? Trust me, you can be in your head anywhere. Like you've decided like you have this the quarantine of it all. you have you have given yourself honestly, permission uh, to be a little bit more sad and you're <laughs> blaming it on quarantine and you're just like well i can't help it like i can't go anywhere i'm like stuck you're like yeah you, sure you can you can zoom with friends you call into a podcast
3: yeah 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 you true. can
0: watch tv like, you know what i'm saying like we always have the chance to dwell on our thoughts and it doesn't matter if we have distractions or not and certainly sometimes distractions make it easier but you know you can online date you can have zoom calls with you like clearly You're comfortable with non-traditional dating, right? Yeah, but I don't
3: know how I'd feel about online dating. That would make me very nervous.
0: So Okay, well, sometimes you have to do things that make you nervous.
3: Yeah, I guess.
0: Uh, Also, you don't need to start going out there right away. I think what you need to do is just accept it a little bit more, right? Um, You need to not judge yourself doing this. You need to... You literally almost need to have conversations with yourself and your ego saying, I know I feel this way. I know I feel shame and embarrassment and silliness about how it handled, but it's not my fault. And
3: mm-hmm. it had
0: nothing to do with me. And sometimes people fall out of love with people. And there's a lot of justifiable reasons why he might've done, I don't, we, we're, 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 we live worlds apart. He's super young. Uh, or, you know, people lose interest. Someone else... Are, other people are gonna be interested in, in you. And so you just have to kind of be very pragmatic about that. And you kind of have to train yourself to to have these thoughts. When you have the other thoughts about feeling sorry for yourself, you have to almost audibly say out loud, gotta stop doing that, I gotta stop doing that. And eventually you will, right? Eventually you will, can't go and like, if, if you have a hard time looking at old pictures of trips, then don't look at them. Uh, are you stalking him on Instagram, on social media?
3: No, I blocked him on everything. I'd never want to see him again. Great. He doesn't have my phone number, nothing.
0: That's, that's great. And eventually, you'll feel less anger towards him. Yeah. And you should try that now. You should try to let go of the anger.
3: Yeah.
0: You know? True. You should forgive him. I mean, listen, yeah. I'm not <laughs> no, saying not- he's a great guy, but it doesn't do yeah. you any good at this point to be mad.
3: No, I'm not really mad. I'd say I'm more just sad, but I'm not mad at him. Okay, just more sad.
0: But- yeah, it's it's fine, but uh, you it was very exciting. It was a very exciting relationship, and I get why you missed that excitement. Um, but you know, sour patch kids are very exciting to eat, and <laughs> sometimes like they're not like you know good for you long term. Using, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you have to. You're re- you're you're in kind of dangerous water of having the possibility of glorifying this relationship. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. The simple exercises of you should really spend a lot of time thinking about the things you didn't like about the relationship.
3: Yeah, like things from that the
0: you sh- sure, or things that specifically you were mad at him about ways he communicated. I'm sure they exist. Times that you were frustrated in the relationship where it felt like the relationship was going great. Things that you were like oh, I wish he would do that or I hate it when he does this and that's really frustrating and I wish I knew, I wish I had someone who wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Think about those things a lot. You should really spend a lot. Yeah, so you should spend a lot of time thinking about that right now and that will slowly allow you to, you know, be thankful you had him in your life at one point but also thankful he's not in your life now because right now you're not spending any time doing that, right? And you're spending a lot of time missing the excitement and, and and you're dwelling about all these great memories you had. And that's great. There'll be in a time and a place for you to appreciate those memories you had with him, but right now you need to focus on being thankful you're actually not with him. You need to be thankful that he actually made this decision. And unfortunately he did it in a way that bruised your ego and and you know, you probably wish you had a little bit more say in the matter, but it doesn't really matter.
3: Yeah, I guess that's all true
0: definitely true um and right now like you know spend time hanging out with friends you know you know as you are i'm obviously quarantined you can zoom uh when you wanna when you're ready to date be patient with yourself you know Mm uh going on a date and and having three dates with either guys who you don't like or feel like they don't like you that's gonna happen that's normal it's called dating um it's not a way it's not a reason to go back and be like well, if it would just be easier if I had him. And if you know what I'm saying? Like, it's super easy to do that.
3: Yeah, I'm just excited to get back to normal life and go back to Madrid and not be stuck here thinking about it.
0: Yeah, but again, Milwaukee's not the reason why you're thinking about him, and Madrid's not going to save you. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Madrid is the place that he broke up with you in. So, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to... These, like... These things you're saying to yourself, well, once this happens, I'll be fine. No, no, no. You need to, in Milwaukee during quarantine, focus on how to stop thinking about it. And you know what I'm saying? So that you're not, you're pushing off getting over them.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Uh, and you're, again, you're making excuses and giving yourself permission to dwell on the relationship. Yeah. You're blaming it on being stuck in Milwaukee. You're blaming it on quarantine. You can get over it. <laughs> in Milwaukee during quarantine. Yeah. It's just, it's just a matter of perspective. It's just con- you have to obsessively tell yourself, you know, fake it till you make it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you need to stop missing him and you need to stop telling yourself you're sad. You've done that. It's, it's, we're now in May. You've had four <laughs> and a half know. months of saying to yourself <laughs> and saying to your friends that you're sad.
3: Yeah, I know.
0: You've definitely had plenty of, Time to process those emotions, and now you're past the point where it's doing you any good and helping you get over it. And now it's what it's doing is getting you stuck into a certain f- mind frame.
3: Well, thanks. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm <laughs> I'll glad I'll get over it here in Milwaukee.
0: You, you, you can do it. It's just, it's really just, it's your point of view. You yeah, can get over them totally if you want it. to. You yeah. have to really want to. You have to stop wishing he would call. You have to stop wishing you you you're, you were you could be validated by however he embarrassed you. You just have to accept that's what happened. It sucked. And what could I learn from it? You have to be really kind of pragmatic about it. Yeah. And I don't need fucking Madrid, or I need don't need to travel. And I'm I'm. That was a really fun time. I had a lot of great memories. Someday down the line, I will appreciate them more than I appreciate right appreciate it right now. Uh, you just have to kind of keep saying that to yourself, and you got to stop fucking telling your friends you're sad.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. True. Cool. All
0: right. Okay. Well, thanks for calling. Um, you know, keep us updated. But uh, you're you're gonna be fine. I, I I promise.
3: I will. Thanks for the advice.
0: You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Bye. Uh yeah, breakups uh well back to back. Uh I, I can't get over them conversations. They're tough, but uh, we sometimes forget just how much power we have uh when it comes to breakups. And I say that being someone who had a really hard time getting getting over heartbreak uh when I was younger, but it is very much in our control and it's um we have to really let ourselves do it. We're very good at giving ourselves excuses uh, to not move on um you know oh well if oh if if it would have happened this way i'd be fine but it didn't so now i'm gonna think about it for nine months like it we're very good at bullshitting ourselves how's it going
4: doing good how are you
0: i'm good what's your name
4: i'm crystal i'm 30 years old
0: hi crystal 30 how can i help
4: So the reason I wrote in was because I I live up in Washington state, right on the border between Washington and Canada. And I got on Hinge right after the stay home order, met somebody who I think is pretty cool, but just needing some tips on how to keep things fun and interesting during this time.
0: Okay. Can you share some more detail on the new guy and the fun and interesting and, and what specifically you're struggling with?
4: Yeah, well, it started out like conversations, long conversations every day. Um, I was doing truth and dare was saying, "Hey, let's watch a video." Um, but there wasn't really that reciprocated on the other end. So
0: What do you mean? Like he wasn't coming up with an idea yeah. of, his, of his own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So And that and that bothered you or
4: Yeah, it did. <laughs> Okay. Um, Just, just in the sense, like, I want to make sure that I'm not pushing anything on him. Um,
0: when you gave suggestions of truth or dare or games, yeah. did he, was he like, oh, cool. Yeah. Let's play. Or was he like, I mean, I guess.
4: No, he thought it was cool. Okay. Yeah.
0: And so your specific issue with that is you just wish he would also come up with ideas?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. What else?
4: Um, and I guess like he, he wasn't working when we first met. He's back to work now. He's a helicopter pilot. so he works long days. Um, he's doing, yeah, doing that. and so we're talking less and less like last week. We only talked two times when before it was like two hours a day. Um, so just wanting to keep things interesting, fun.
0: Are you talking on the phone? Are you Facetiming? Or are you
4: Facetiming? Yeah.
0: time. Face-tim- yeah. Okay. Uh, since you've talked less and he's back to work, are you? Is is the communication still consistent via text, or are, is it? Are you feeling?
4: It's dwindling. Yeah.
0: Um. So it's dwindling.
4: Yeah, it is.
0: Um. And I mean, it sounds like you're worried that he's lost interest, and you still have interest.
4: It's more that I'm losing interest and I'm pretty sure he's still okay. interested. Like
0: Okay, then what's the problem?
4: I don't know. He so he's he's someone that I want to continue getting to know and me after this, but in the interim I just don't know like how to keep my interest when when he's not giving a whole lot.
0: What makes you interested in a guy?
4: I think part of it is that We found out we have a mutual friend, his, his boss. I know I've worked with before. Um, and that person said that they were planning on setting us up. So that is part of what makes me more interested in him. Just having that background, that kind of mutual person we know.
0: Why? So like, you know, he's not like a killer.
4: Right. Yeah. He's a good guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Okay. Um, what else? I mean, that's, that's not much, you know, there's a, you can, there's a lot of mutual friends. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people would want to set you up with their friends.
4: There's not, but, <laughs> um, no, he just, he's smart, like has a cool job, adventurous. Like there there's a lot on the checklist that he checks.
0: Oh, a checklist. Huh?
4: Well, <laughs> if, if there is one, yeah.
0: Okay. No, there's definitely, you definitely have a checklist.
4: Okay. Maybe so.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm teasing you because listen, um, I'm not there having conversations. Just because a guy isn't coming up with games you should play doesn't mean uh, you're not compatible. Uh, Right. It seems to be a slightly unrealistic expectation. I think it's nice If, if, if you, some people are planners, some people are not. And quite honestly, sometimes relationships are really great when one person's a planner and the other person's not. And the planning could even come down to something as simplistic as little things you can do to keep things interesting. Would it be nice if he was just as like uh, coming up with ideas as you, but that's just probably not his personality he uh, probably really enjoys it about you. He's probably if he is excited about you, he might have even have been saying to his friends, Oh wow, she comes up with these games. I really like her. She's it's fun and fresh. He's just not used to doing that. I mean, is that at the end of the day, is and I did your checklist include guy who comes up with fun games <laughs> to come up with during quarantine? Like the big questions is when you ask questions, is he open? Um, when you, whether it's a fun game or whether it's a deeper question, is he responsive to your questions or does he give you like yes and no answers and sounds frustrating? Uh, it sounds like almost disinterested, excuse me. In terms of, listen, I get the desire of here you are asking him questions, coming up with ideas, he's going along with it and you're just waiting for him to like ask you questions and, and 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 do that does he ask questions about you like is are do you feel like you, he's giving you an opportunity to express who you are to him
4: yeah i think the busier he's gotten throughout this the less that's been been a part of the conversations
0: yeah yeah well, well listen relationships and you i i i'm sure you don't need me to t- say this to you aren't about like game playing yeah. and things like yeah. that um
4: it's more self- certainly Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, It's just more so like typically in a relationship when you're getting to know each other, it's more than just conversation and having that piece right now is really great and unique, but I don't want to wear that out so much that like we lose interest and never get to the point of meeting. Does that make sense? I mean
0: Sure. But it's um you know, I guess different times that way, but a lot of it has to do with expectations versus reality. You're know, certainly familiar with that phrase. Anytime you talk to someone for the first time, whether it's on a date or FaceTime during quarantine, everything's new and fresh. Everything's on the table. You know, even conversations you've had with other dates, you can kind of cheat and steal ideas. You, we've all done that and it's all fresh and new. There's always, you always reach a point where you're just like, okay, well, um, (laughs) what do we talk about next? And in that awkwardness, uh, if you're in the same room, that's when you have sex or make out or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's where the, and then you feel this pressure on yourself of like, oh, we have nothing to talk about. That's okay. Some silence is golden. You know, there's a level of, you need to be comfortable with silence, uh if if just because you're not like rifting and it's constant to- like doesn't mean you don't have interest there's just you're gonna have to adjust your expectations of uh, of that. I don't know if this guy's your guy, right but just be all I'm simply saying is just because he's not coming up with other ideas to help carry the conversation so that every time you talk, it's like filled with like nonstop excitement and riveting conversations. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean there's not a connection there.
4: The thing that Um, I thought was interesting and you said, he's probably not a planner. Um, and when we were first talking, he said in his last relationship that that was something he needed to work on and he's trying to work on. So do I bring it to his attention that, like,
0: I don't know. Hey. I don't know if now's the yeah. time to like start <laughs> training him. I know. Uh, listen, saying I'm not a planner, I need to work on it. I got news for you. He's never gonna be a planner, right? Mm-hmm. And also, like, does he really have to work on it? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not in his nature. And so, is it like my point is? If you date someone who's just not a planner, you know, he just doesn't. It's not in his bones to just. You know, make a schedule. He gets shit done, you know, like if you're in a relationship with the guy, once in a while is it nice to like have the not planner plan a nice birthday surprise for you. Sure. Maybe like plan a week and getaway, that's nice. But like this is this is who he is, and you have to accept that. I also be careful what you wish for too. When two planners get together, whew boy, hard to get things done because you both have a plan. Um you know take advantage of the fact that like usually the the non-planner will be like great yeah whatever you have planned i'm fine with i'm just glad i don't have to plan it again it's there's a balance to it you know but that that those are conversations you have when you're boyfriend and girlfriend like you're just dating the guy right now I so i guess what i'm saying is chill out a little bit in terms of like you know it's don't be the girl who's like talking to a guy and gets a guy to open up about like things he has to work on and then from that point forward you're just like well I got to hold him accountable, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. well, he he told me he has to work on it. So as soon as it rears its ugly head, I'm going to let him know that he needs to, you know, plan the next game, <laughs> like calm the fuck down, you know, Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like dating is hard enough and, and finding someone we connected with, don't look for problems. Um, You know, and again, I don't know if this guy is, is your guy, but. If, if your biggest problem with him right now is the fact that he is uh, not planning games and, and you know, you're like, well, he's being a hypocrite. He says he should work on planning and um, he's, here's a perfect opportunity for him to plan a game and he's not doing it. So, like, is he just a liar? Do I, is, are these things I can come to expect in our relationship of him saying he has to work on things, but he never fucking does it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. calm down. Um, it sounds like you're maybe doing a little bit of, of that. Um, so yeah, um, this is who he is for the most part. So you have to decide, are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. You have to just ask yourself, do I really want a planner? Do I really want someone who is going to be just, maybe you do. I don't, I don't know. Um, but it I'd be, I, a big thing is, um, is he showing an interest in you and asking questions about you where you feel like you get to know yourself. When you ask him questions and you plan things, is he receptive to the, your ideas or is he a Debbie Downer, right? If he's a Debbie Downer, he's like, this is stupid. Well, that sucks. And if he, he doesn't ask you questions that give you an opportunity to express yourself, that sucks too. It sounds like he's doing all these things. So like, I don't know what the problem is other than like, you've decided to make issue with the fact that like, he's not doing his part, <laughs> you know, like, I don't
4: I just I just don't want it to be, I don't know, something that he doesn't want to do, but you're right. If he's receptive to it, then I should just accept that
0: yeah i mean if you get the sense i mean yeah again one of those be careful what you wish for it's just like well i don't want a guy who's like who takes charge sure but like all depends on i don't know who the type of person you are but if you if you're the type of person who's who takes charge who knows what she wants and is good at expressing what she wants then Uh, you might run into a problem when you meet someone who's also good at that. You know, you say what you want, a guy who takes charge, but you constantly tell him you don't want to, you know, like, well, I don't know if I want to do that. You know, I don't know. I'm getting the sense that maybe you have no, and that's great that you are expressive, but then you have to balance it out with finding someone who is maybe a little more easygoing than you are.
4: Yeah. And and I would say I'm pretty easygoing and that's why having somebody who likes to plan, would be nice in certain situations where it's like, I like to go along with things too. So it's putting me out of my comfort comfort zone, having to be the one to come up with all these ideas too. Well,
0: don't. Yeah. I mean, don't think you have to come up with ideas all the time. Yeah. You can just talk, you know, yeah. Um, if you guys start dating and, you know, post like we get outside and things get back to normal, maybe, like, my God, it's a lot of work to always make sure that you have something fun planned. Yeah. You know, that's not a relationship. A relationship is like sitting in silence and, and enjoying that person's company sometimes. Um, So I think you just have, you're just still, it sounds like you're still figuring out how compatible you guys are and that's fine, but just don't make up problems <laughs> just because, um, you know, that's, that's 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 a little silly to... Nitpick over someone who's not planning games, yeah. Um, and it's just not who he is, right? The, like I said, between him working on planning and coming up, a, there's a big stretch. Uh, he's probably it's like if you were to bring it up to him, he would probably be like, "What, huh? <laughs> I'm supposed to do that?" It would totally blow his mind out of left field. Um, probably, and it would, yeah. You you would it would seem. My guess is you would come across really intense to him yeah be like oh shit like okay um so yeah that's that you know we're we're adjusting and so just be careful early in the dating process of trying to fast forward it and and like sometimes you're there's there's answers you want to get early on in a relationship that are going to only happen over time mm-hmm. you know so early on you just is there a general interest that you have? Are you excited? Do you look forward to talking to him? Do you miss him when you don't talk to him? Talk to him. Um, things like that. And maybe the answer to those questions are no, and maybe he's not your guy. But um, if all those questions are yes, and you're just pissed he's not planning games, then I think I think maybe slow your roll a little bit.
4: Yeah. Well, it's not just that, but yeah.
0: What? Well, what else is it?
4: Well, just like what we had said, like making sure it's reciprocated, making sure um, that there's interest there. Like you nailed it on the head when you were saying, is he asking you questions? And lately it's been less and less and time together has been less and less. And I think he's okay with that. And I'm just trying to get to a place where I'm okay with that. If we are compatible.
0: So are there specific things uh, about you that you would like him to know?
4: Um. Yeah, I th- I I think so. Yeah.
0: Okay. You think so, or you know? Yeah, I do know. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a big difference. Again, like I only ask that because don't just don't be creating problems that aren't there. Yeah. If there are specific things, then great. Then you, it's okay to tell them too. You know, some people are more communicative than others, right? And you have to find the balance and. Um, him willing to learn about you and him asking questions uh, aren't always going to be the same so find a way to just be like ask him questions of, like the easiest way to do that is the things that you want him to learn about you you ask about him right yeah. and then if he doesn't ask you just just share it right now his response to that is the telling part if he's like oh okay well I don't really care that's a red flag mm-hmm. he didn't really show an interest so if he's like oh well, thanks for sharing. I really like that about you. Like, that's really cool. Then ask follow-up questions, then there you go. Mm-hmm. Some people just don't have the comfort level to just get that deep that quickly. doesn't mean they can't do it. It's just they're not used to it. Good point. So you kind of feel it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a, I think that's it. That's it, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, it sounds like you have some more discovery to do with this guy. Uh, you might as well, you know, you, you're getting a little antsy. Probably there's probably a little bit of like wanting to move things quicker than you can. You, you haven't been able to like hang out in person. That sucks. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, almost like looking for an excuse to, you know, not talk, which you don't have to. But like the alternative of of talking to him is probably doing nothing. Yeah. So talk, you know. Yeah. I think you're going to be okay. So just don't create problems that you don't have. Don't feel like you always have to come up with something interesting. Like dating is not about being super creative all the time. Um, so.
4: Well, thanks, Nick. You're saying what I need no to problem. hear. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, best of luck. Um, have some fun. Take it easy on yourself, and uh, try not to make it more stressful than it needs to be.
4: All right. Well, thanks. Big fan of the pod.
0: Oh, thanks for listening. Yeah. I appreciate you calling in.
4: Yeah. Thanks.
0: All right, bye-bye. Bye. How's it going?
5: Hi, Nick. My name's Hillary. I'm 25. I live in LA. I have been on a lot of dating apps recently during the quarantine, and I've kind of fallen into this trap where I'll start messaging the guy in the app, I'll give him my number, we text, and then it comes to this point where they're like, hey, can you send a picture? And I'm a little confused if they're trying to find out if I'm catfishing them or if they're really trying to get a nude, which in that case, I'm not interested. And then the conversation well, ends there.
0: So the, they're asking, are they asking for nudes? Or are they asking for a picture? They say,
5: Can you send a picture? And then I send a picture and they're like, Nice. Can you send another one? And it's just, it's getting weird because I don't know them well enough to be like,
0: who are these guys? I mean, from so So you're, you're, you're meeting them on dating apps, and you have pictures of yourself on dating apps. Yes. <laughs> How many guys does this happen with?
5: Um, Probably like four.
0: And it's all the same?
5: I mean, it, it keeps going. Like, can you send a picture? And I send like a selfie of my... I sent a picture of my dog, and one of them was like, huh. well, send a picture of you. So then I send a picture of me, and then they're like, can you send another one? And it just kind of gets... Weird, but I, is it the quarantine?
0: Is this, is this always the same?
5: What do you mean? Same picture?
0: Is it generally the same type of conversations with these guys?
5: Um, I mean, there's some that are better than others, but.
0: Okay. Uh, and is this all via text messaging? Yes. Through the app? Have you. Texting out set of that. Here, have you set up any kind of like FaceTime dates or Zoom dates with any of these guys?
5: Well, I would like to get to a better conversation before I do that. Because I think that Why? well, I'd rather text them first to get to know them better. But I haven't how
0: how how well can you really get to know someone via text when you don't know their sense of humor or inflections or or things like that, uh, or if if you even know in in their defense um, if it's who they say they are, you can't. Like, what's the downside of a specifically Zoom? Because like you don't have to share your information. I mean, you can text them a link on, right? Can you, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I haven't been on these apps, but could you text a, a Zoom link invite on a dating app to someone?
5: I think so. I haven't, I haven't tried before either.
0: So assuming you can do that, you don't have to share much information. Uh, you don't have to give them your number. Maybe you're not, and that's totally reasonable. Like, I don't know if I want to give a guy my number yet or mm-hmm. my personal information. You set up a Zoom meeting. I mean, if it goes really badly, just click off, yeah. you know, uh, on, un, on them on the app, you haven't risked much. Um, now that being said, my guess is some of these guys are fishing for nudes and some of them are maybe just interested in, in verifying that you are who you are and maybe somewhere in between where they're just kind of bored. Like part of dating is like, there's a physical aspect of right? There's a real fear, obviously in dating apps, how recent are your pictures are? Do you look the way you do? How well do you know your angles versus like the person, you know? And so because we are in quarantine, we're kind of limited to doing that. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, we're in this new period. So the it's, it's, it seems almost weird to set up a zoom as a date or FaceTime someone so quickly. And we're all used to texting and we've, We've really given too much power to text. He's not a good texter. I understand that texting is a preferred form of communicating for everyone, and it can be very efficient. But it's not a great way to get to know someone. Mm-hmm. So much of getting to know someone is through your, you know, your expressions, your the nonverbal communication, and then, and then you know so like when i like nonverbal like even if we're talking and we if we can't see each other you know the love is blind if you will like you still only learn so much about what someone's saying but at least you can hear their tone and their voice you know so you you could say a, a phrase a hundred different ways and have a hundred different meanings um and so you can't do that via text no matter how good you are at emojis mm-hmm. You know, and winky faces and things like that, and I understand it's not normal. So, I appreciate on their sense there's maybe some real curiosity of trying to figure out is this person someone I really want to get to know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just out of curiosity. So, when the, when they're asking for these questions, have they have any of them started to get more specific that would suggest they're asking for nudes?
5: No, but I didn't answer one guy after he asked for that. And then he sent me five texts, five days in a row, like, smiley face. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Just because for me, I didn't feel comfortable sending a selfie. That's fine. Um, So say I'm not. And then the other one, he just asked me after that, he was like, well, what are you looking for in a dating app? And I said, I'm looking for something more serious, but right now I don't want to like put a label on that. And he was like, "Okay, it's good to know because I'm not like I'm just looking for someone to hook up with."
0: Okay, well there you but go. Next, yeah, that's fine.
5: So he that was honest. Good for
0: him. Good for him for being honest. It's a challenge on yeah. dating apps to to figure that out because there's a real fear, um, about and you know, good for him for being honest. You never really know, but that is dating. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a real fear of. You know, knowing someone's intentions in dating, um, regardless of the situation. Uh-huh. And that's that's normal. So you kinda have to embrace the confusion, uh-huh. right? And then getting people to be honest about their intentions is actually a good thing. It's um and it sounds like you had a pretty good perspective on him being honest. Like sometimes people can find that discouraging. Oh, well, it's just another guy who just wants to hook up, you know. Now you know. I get why, listen, if you were to go on a Zoom date with someone, I guess they could screen record or take a, 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 a screenshot. Um, there's that possibility. And I guess there's a risk there, I, I, I suppose. But And I understand why you wouldn't want to send a selfie. But if you talk to a guy, a couple texts here and there, and he seems nice, like there's not much downside in, in, in sending up like a Zoom date to actually get to know someone. Yeah. And uh, just
5: clearly just being like, hey, do you want to hop on a Zoom call
0: or do you want to like... Well, make it... Don't make it sound like a business. No,
5: meeting. I know, I know. But I'm just saying like that transition be- because this is new territory. Yeah, for listen, why don't you just a- be like, hey, like <laughs> yeah, I know it's
0: like non-traditional, but like you seem cool. I'd like to get to know you better. We should have a Zoom date. You call it what it is, you know, make it playful.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And listen, if a guy's like, well, that's weird. Well, you already know something about him. He's he's not willing to get out of his comfort zone and he's kind of judgmental and set in his ways, there you go, next, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you might get on a Zoom call and a guy's hopes that you take your shirt off or something and you <laughs> could still ask for a nude that way, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like again, at any point on a Zoom date, you can close the meeting and never speak to them again. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a ton of risks there, you know? Um, and it's also a lot more efficient to, to, have, to get to know someone. Because um, now what you're doing, I guess my point is, you're guessing about their intentions. Mm-hmm. They're, they're asking for picks. And here we are debating all the scenarios of what they might be, what their intentions are. Some of which might be hoping they send a nude. I don't know. Or it, this is who you are. Most likely, they just want to know you are who you say you are And not that they think you're catfishing, but do you look like you're the, the, that you want? Well, listen, the truth is be a lot of, you know, everyone picks their best, best photos on dating apps. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. But some people, uh, have like three amazing pictures that even themselves are like, I don't know how I look this good, but I look fucking great, you know, but that's just not really how they look. And so, uh, you know, guys are a little bit more superficial that way than women. So you're going to get guys who are going to think about that a little bit more. I just think, you know, until things get back to normal, we have to start adjust. We have to come up with a new normal. Totally. And the new normal is finding creative ways to get to know someone. Text is not. It's dating text in general, text through dating app is not an efficient way to to, to get to know someone. There's so much room to make a lot of assumptions and create a lot of confusions and guess on what they mean or how they mean it. Um, you know, people's senses of humor are, are, are just impossible to come up with. Uh, understand like people who know each other can confuse each other via text by like, are they upset? It feels upset because usually what happens when we read text, we don't read it in the tone of which the person intended, we read it in the way how we are feeling. Um, if we're insecure, if, we, if we're worried that someone is mad at us and they send a text, we're gonna read it as if they might be mad at us. Mm-hmm. If, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, when they're totally not. Um, and uh, too many people waste too much time getting to know someone uh, by texting on a dating app when there's only so much you can learn. And you're actually wasting more time trying to do that in a very inefficient way. It's just incredibly inefficient to do that. Um, so it doesn't sound like what you're telling me that it's obvious that any of these guys are looking for, for news. Usually I mean, guys are a after, little bit more.
5: After, I don't have my phone with me, but after I send, I sent like a selfie to two of them, they were like, I want to see more of you in that sports bra. Like c- clearly some of them are more sure, sexual. Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. Which uh, it's fine.
5: I end the conversation and I'm fine going to the next one, but I've, it's weird that I've gone in this and it's happened twice, but maybe it's just a coincidence. That's fine.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, guys are horny little <laughs> pervs, you know, like they're...
5: Yeah, that's fine. I'm just like over... I've done that. I'd am no longer want to be in that. I don't want to totally. be on the dating app for that. And so I'm clear with my intentions. And then it's just hard during the quarantine, you know?
0: It is. But I guess there's it's two things. One, you're probably going to run into a lot of guys who are lazy and horny and are just trying to get a bunch of nudes on dating apps. That's a reality, Mm -hmm. right? And it sounds like those are pretty easy to assess out, so to speak, right? Again, um, moving things quicker in terms of a Zoom date, like the guy who wants a nude probably will want to Zoom because he's thinking he can convince you of (laughs) doing that. But if at any point it gets awkward that way, is it that weird to just hang up on someone on a Zoom? No. Just be like, uh, eh, you know what? You seem like you just want a nude. I'm gonna go. You know? And no, 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 I don't, you know, and of course <laughs> he's gonna say no, 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 no. But just trust your gut. Um, and if if you're feeling it, then go with it. But um, yeah, got people are getting complacent and lazy during this time and they don't know what to do. So just like I guess we just asked for nudes. <laughs> um and there's a little bit of like obviously guys need to stop doing that, but people need to try to figure out uh, what the new norm is because they can't just say, let's go get drinks. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would typically
5: do is I would prefer to go on a date rather than text or I guess now zoom.
0: And zoom's not the same, but people are just dismissing that as just like, yeah, let's go on a zoom date. This is where we're at. You Mm -hmm. can really get to know someone uh, like this, you know? Um, You can have a lot of conversations. You can get a bottle of wine. You guys could watch a movie together. You know, there's so many things you can do Mm -hmm. uh, face-to-face. You can have a 20-minute conversation not really saying much and get to know someone, you know? Um, Especially with someone you're vibing with. And if you're vibing with them, um, you know, eventually they'll probably ask for nudes, but this is after (laughs) you've spent... You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. uh, It's just
5: I think everyone's getting used to it. I'm just frustrated from being on a dating app for such a long time so it's I don't know
0: yeah you're getting a little bit of fatigue from it and that's understandable so maybe take a pause Mm -hmm. and then when you come back have a more efficient game plan of I'm not going to just text people you know because right now it sounds like and correct me if I'm wrong that it's like, okay, we're, we're quarantined, so I can't meet up. So I guess if I like someone, I'll just have to keep texting with
5: them. I mean, I would do like a six-foot date or a walk, something like that. I'm, I'm really okay. open to a lot. It just gets frustrating. and Sure. I need to be more positive about it, but that's just...
0: I think in the short term, if you connect with someone you're vibing with via text, mm-hmm. try to move it quicker to like a Zoom date and call it that. You know, like, hey... I know it's strange, but like, you know, six foot walk, that's fine. But like, let's not risk. I mean, six foot -foot walk can be pretty safe. But like, let's make sure we're really vibing with the guy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And again, I just, unless I'm missing something, I just feel like a a Zoom date is a really safe and efficient way to, to get to know someone. Uh, and really easy to ditch out. Much harder to leave a six foot walk. I mean, you can ultimately <laughs> or a date, but like, there's this awkwardness of like, well, I guess I'm here, so well, this sucks, but I guess we'll keep hanging out. Yeah. I mean, click, you're done. You know.
5: I agree. It's really I, I think
0: it is, and but and don't feel like just because you know, as the woman it suggests that you know, some guys guys are stupid that way. They're not, they're, they don't adjust quick is is quick so throw that out there if they're if they're resistant to it i think that's a red flag okay you know any normal person who understands that they have to evolve and and be flexible will and and has a genuine interest in you will say sure yeah and if they don't they they're i don't know they're (laughs) set in their ways or they're singularly focused on on getting pics or or whatever Mm -hmm. and then if that zoom date goes well you have a really good time. Maybe you have another one. And then like that third or fourth one. So like, hey, it sounds crazy. But like, do you want to, you know, go on a walk and we'll keep our distance. But I'd like to, you know, quote unquote, meet you in person. And we'll just do what we can safely until things get back to normal.
5: Yeah. I agree. It's just, it is what it is right now.
0: Yeah. But uh, we have to try to make the best of it. We have to try to adjust. And um, we, we can't just say, well, we're only... We're, we we can't do this. We can't do that. So we're, we're stuck texting. I, I, texting is such a terrible way to get to know someone. I agree. Uh, it's for very the, confusing. You
5: know, I think just LOL in general can be portrayed in a million different ways.
0: It is, but for whatever reason, people think that's like the go-to thing. Yeah. Um. I, I don't understand. So, all right, well, you're, you're going to be okay. Um. And then when guys ask for nudes, just, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry about us. We, you know? Yeah. Um, you guys are a little bit more uh, uh, visual learners, I guess.
5: <laughs> put it that way.
0: So, all right. Well, yeah. best of luck. All right, take care.
3: Bye.
0: Well, guys, another great episode. Um, you know, things are definitely. Uh, it's interesting how to, how things get uh, very quarantine focused and 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 how we're you know still evolving and adjusting to these new times. Uh, a big takeaway today is obviously. Uh, Listen, if you want to get over someone, uh, so much of that is up to you. Um, What we tell ourselves, uh, what we convince ourselves of um, really kind of dictates how things play out, and we shouldn't confuse uh, how sad we are or how how heartbroken we are uh, in in no way determines your ability to get over someone. Uh, It might make it a little bit harder, it might take a little bit longer, but it always comes down to what you're telling yourself and and allowing yourself to have different thoughts um, going forward. So uh, for all the people who are getting over relationships, uh, quarantine doesn't make it more impossible. Um, It really comes down to our perspective. So uh, just try to think about that when you are pining over someone who who broke your heart and made you uh, feel a little uh, insecure about moving on. So anyways, thanks for listening. As always, we have a fantastic guest, Laura Morano, joins us to uh, talk about her upcoming projects and just have a really fun and fascinating conversation. Uh, make sure to check that out. Don't forget to send your questions at asknickacastme.com, cast with a K. And until next time, thanks for listening.